Hey, everybody. Hope uh, hope everybody's having the best week ever. Uh, this show is brought to you by our buddies over at Apex Pro. Uh, and uh, check them out at, uh, at uh, apextrackcoach.com. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of new things coming out, uh, hardware and software wise, through them. Uh, and uh, yeah, give the uh, give the website a look. Um, Apex Pro is uh, only supported on iOS, so you got to steal your mom's iPhone if you're an Android dork like me. But uh, it's really really cool, unintimidating, and uh, and kind of intuitive as far as the uh, the in car display, etc. So check out apextrackcoach.com. We're gonna have Andrew on the show sh- shortly. And I also really, really want to thank uh, our Patreon sub- sub- uh, subscribers, uh, patrons, whatever you call them. We love that. Thank you guys so much. Uh, you guys are helping uh, basically make uh, the website and probably get some travel uh, out of some of this bucks uh, so that we can get Abe and myself down to do cool interviews and get Derek up here and things like that. So. I hope to produce uh, more cool shows and uh, really appreciate it. If you can search Slip Angle and Patreon in the Google search, it should pop up first thing. Uh, And really, really appreciate all the uh, listeners, regardless of their commitment level monetarily. And uh, you guys, uh, you guys are all the best. So on with the show. Hey everybody! Hell hey. yeah, brother! Uh, we are where the where the fuck are we? <laughs> I don't know. We are in Mound Man, City. Language, Abe. Jeez. Mound <laughs> City. Mound City. Almost Cairo. So we are almost out of Illinois. Almost in Egypt. Is this uh, is this the is this a big river? RVs are so slow. We're on a really big bridge right now. Yeah. This RV can go fast. I. I'm looking forward to it when I see it. Uh, what? I've gone 90 in this RV, dude. Well, hammer the fuck down. No. What's the temperature in Cairo? The faster we go, the colder it gets. <laughs> Ugh. All right. Are you actually recording? We are at yeah. 19 degrees. How are our levels? Ooh, 19? Yeah, levels That's are okay. Getting there. That's the warmest it's been all day. Getting there. We're so, almost to uh, Tennessee. Is that right? Really? Tennessee? Man. Is that where we're? Uh, nah, dude. Oh. Uh, Missouri? So it's uh, it's Adam, it's Abe, it's Mike Cone again. What's up, buddy? It's Mike oh, Cone again. Cone uh, zone. We uh, we're still uh, driving in the coldest conditions that this RV has ever been in, with the most inadequate heat uh, for said conditions. So um, we're in the middle of Illinois, the southern tip of Illinois, somewhere, heading towards Circuit of the Americas. And Shortly, we'll be like Missouri, Tennessee, okay. Illinois. I've yes. been I've Ish. been in misery for about six hours. <laughs> All right, Austin. I didn't know he was making a guest appearance. It's a really bad one. It's pretty terrible. Um, uh, before we get too into this, uh, fifty-five South is coming up. So it is okay. Uh, that's what I want. Fifty-five yeah. South. All right, watch watch that thing, baby. Uh, we so are I'm bo- sitting on, I guess, like a, a plastic lawn chair. It's an IKEA chair. Hard plastic, and we chose that so that Emma could color on it and we could wipe it off. Nice. So, 
I'm she, sitting on uh, Justin Gura's pillow. You are? I promise not to fart on it. Yeah. How's that going for him? It's, it seems like it's going okay. So, so far, are you upholding your end of the bargain I'm there? I'm trying, or? man. <laughs> okay. But I, I'm losing a lot less that, body heat to uh, right. out the bottom side. What? That Panda Express going to kick in soon? Oh, man. I didn't have Panda Express. Oh, that's right. Oh, <laughs> oh, that pillow's going to be burning. <laughs> She's going to be a good one. Get it all primed for Justin. Uh, okay, so race car stuff. Uh, how's your uh, How's your daily car track car project? Have it's, you done anything to Civic or no? Um, other than replacing wheel studs, I have done nothing to it. <laughs> how did the end of the wheel stud saga go? Uh, like once I got that stud to come back out, everything was like easy. Okay. Um, you so you do you have the studs in all the wheels or no? Yeah, everything's good. Okay. Um, I've got another set of wheels uh, sitting in the garage. What did you pick up? Koenigs. Uh, hypergrams, I think. Okay, that's a good-looking wheel. Uh, the bronze wheel, so it should look good on the car. Yeah. Um, it's a blue. Here car is a blue. What year? Mugen SI? Uh, it's a 2008. 2008. That seems so new to me, but that's 12-year-old car it's now. A, it's an old car, and it is awesome for being 12 it is, years It old. is not an old car to me. That's so new. Now, I, uh, when we had done... still the, like a dream car of mine. When they came out with that, I was still, I was so, I was so psyched on that car. I wanted one. It's so perfectly regular and special at the same time. Yeah. Um, like, when I talked to... Um, That's a good description. Regular special. Yeah, regular special. Yeah. It's like every slip angle. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'd put special by some of these. The, some of these is just like us, like, making words... And sometimes there's car parts uh, as those words, and it, they don't flow, and we're tired. But uh, we'll try harder sometimes. So when I when I had recorded with the Fortners during the PRI episode, yeah, yeah, uh, we had talked about doing some body work on the Civic because, like, yeah, it's a 13 year old car, and there's some some paint chips, and the clear coat in that Gen Civic wasn't known for being good. Yeah, so. Yeah, just just some stuff to clean it up. Maybe make it nice again. We'll see how that goes. Bring it up to their body shop in uh, South Side of Chicago. Yeah, the problem is I don't have another vehicle yet. Well, so like rental cars are still a thing. Abe. Yeah, well, you can maybe. do that. So rental cars are so cheap. Like I don't even. I, I've been toying with the idea of not having a street car, like a dedicated street car, because I've been going to the Grid Life office more and more, and I'm trying to make that like, a weekly thing. And I start adding up the costs, and like I could just turbo a car once a week for like the cost of owning a car, because uh, you got that registration and the insurance and all that. It, it all sort of just adds up, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna try to drive my my race car on some nice summer days. I have a dream of doing that, but we'll see if it actually happens. I have this like stupid dream. Cohen will appreciate this. Although you will too. You live in Chicago. Of like coming home from the office down Lakeshore Drive, it's the stupidest dream. Oh yeah, it's so nice. But I love that ride, like with the, the city in the, on your right and Navy Pier off to the left, and driving my uh, my hatchback when it was roadworthy. Yeah, um, so much fun on Lakeshore Drive. Yeah, it's so slow, you can ring the piss out of it and have so much fun, and you're going. 40 miles an hour. That's it, that like little section of road uh, is I don't know. There's something like there's something really cool about that that little stretch of road. Although it's kind of bumpy, but it's in terrible condition. But it's a lot of fun. Yeah. What uh, what uh, what is your car stable like right right now, Mike Cohn? Um. Well, they're all paperweights. Uh, <laughs> they're but... all stationary. <laughs> stationary describes it. Uh, 2008 
uh, Fit Sport as a daily. Um, which you don't use. Which you don't use. Uh, live in the city on a tight budget. Uh, it's just been sitting in the garage. And then I have an 01S2000 Silverstone. Yep. Uh, basically stock uh, was B Street trim for SCCA Autocross. Wasn't it a national championship car? Uh, two-time. Two-time national champion car. Yep. Yeah. Sec- I'm the second owner. I bought it from Aruch Punsapaya. So okay. he won twice in B yeah. Street. Um, and then I have little 86 SI Civic Hatch. It's so cool. You bought it in Arizona, right? Yeah, I flew out to Arizona, yeah. bought it off a of Craigslist ad. Pretty clean. A uh, little bit of surface rust, but yeah, very clean yeah, desert no, car. No structural rot. Uh, originally purchased on PCH. So that's pretty cool. Cool. Yeah, I, I love that car. That's the car that you have the, the grand plans of building. Yeah, that's... What, what's the current dream list for that car? You haven't really actually done things because you've been accumulating too many cool sets of wheels, but... Lots of wheels. <laughs> you uh, do have some wheels for it. I did just buy a brand new sunroof for it, so that's pretty really? cool. Yeah. They still... Somebody sells a brand new sunroof? Uh, somebody parted one out, and it's near mint condition. Cool. Is yours broken or cracked? Uh, the glass is three big cracks in it. Yeah. Uh, it's being held together with Gorilla Tape. It's not a good piece. And it leaks a lot, so... That thing's stored indoors, right? Uh, yep. Yeah. Up, uh, up near O'Hare. Yeah, we need to... Secret Bat Cave. We need to steal that from the Bat Cave and start working on it someday. Yeah. Uh, so what's the, like, what's the grand plan if you, if you have your way? Uh, if I have my way, the perfect build is the Password JD, or, I'm sorry, the Osaka JDM car. Yeah. Um... Uh, lowered um, B16 rear, swap? B16, B18, whichever one I can find. Yeah, something like that. Um, so on keep that cable trans. I love that feel. Yeah, yeah. Um, love rowing that little shifter. Yeah, those it's, cars uh, Those cars are they're so raw, too. No power steering, no, no solid power rear axle. Like everything's so basic. How far sorry, to, sorry to interrupt, guys. Uh, James Houghton just texted me and. I'm sure that he'll be excited to hear his name on the podcast. So, yeah. Hi, James. <laughs> Hi, James. Hi, James. Uh, the deal with garages. Adam, do you know the deal with garages? Uh, no. Tell him to text JD. All right. Uh, you can James, buy, this information he, is going to come too late, but you I think text he can, JD. I think he can buy them on the Superlab Battle website. Um, how long are we on this? Till, 50, or till 55? Uh, 55 should be coming up. Okay, good. I just want to make You'll sure I'm missing it. I'll remind you. All right, so uh, yeah, so just uh, lowered swap, some lowering things, um, some cool rear disc wheels. conversion, yeah, uh, motor swap, and Osaka JDM rear wing. I love that little that little duck bill oh. style wing. Yeah, dreams, dreams. It's a really squared off body on that car. It's like more squared it's, off than my car than an EF. Yeah, it's affectionately um, referred to as a flat back. Yeah, it, yeah, like the, the the trunk is like vertical. Yeah, straight straight up and down. Um, it's it's a really unique little car, and yours is an SI. Correct. So it's already got PGMFI fuel injection. You just got to add distributor wiring, I think, because there because yes. it's a vacuum advanced distributor. Yeah. So it's not that far off from like a modern Honda. Doesn't have the uh, the carbureted ones had like a a cam driven fuel pump and all yeah. that. like there's no in tank fuel pump um, yeah they're they're a little weird even mine is uh, the fuel delivery system is 
kind of uh, quirky. Yeah. Um, it's got this little thing called a flash pot, which oh, yeah, I, yeah. I don't understand what it does, but yeah. um, it, it's kind of a hybrid PGMFI. Yeah, the, it was real early Honda fuel injection. So. It's uh, actually the first fuel injected motor in a car that Honda did in America. Really? Yeah, in a car. I thought, I thought an Accord was injected before then. Uh, they started in 87 okay. with everything. Um, your, uh, your journey into Hondas, it came through your brother, right? Right. Yeah. How, um, uh, we were talking about that earlier today. Uh, how- yeah, so my brother's had a, a weird uh, car path. Uh, started with Chevy Cavaliers, Z24s. Like two he of had them. multiple ones? Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Um, each, what are those, G-bodies or what are those? I don't know. J-bodies. J-bodies, right? J-bodies yeah. yeah. Um, had a weird Mazda Protégé for a minute. And then, so he just had a Mazda Protégé? Yeah. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> you didn't have to say weird. It was <laughs> kind of weird. It, it was very unlike him, but it worked. Uh, yeah, and then he bought this 98 EK Civic. Yeah. It uh, was an old demo car. He bought it new, So it was right? pretty clean, yeah. Like, he was the first owner? Uh, I believe so. And then, uh, yeah, then I bought it from him as my first car. Yeah. So and you had all the typical racer mods. We were talking oh, about so that. many racer mods. Those are the AM best cam mods. Gear man. had that DC Sports header. Yeah. Uh, ground control Tokiko gas shocks. Yeah. Gas. You got to put gas in there. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then uh, most importantly, the Apex Dunk muffler. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> the Dunk. That was a muffler I always aspired to have <laughs> on my EF, but it, they were like too big. It didn't actually work on an EF. It was comically big. Yeah. Uh, and. Like the shape of them, like an EF, the muffler goes sideways on an EF. I didn't know how to fab things at first, but uh, yeah, ba- I, today I think I think today or yesterday, um, Frank from Downstar, Frank Garcia, on Facebook, he like he's always posting these like random Facebook things to try to get like interaction. Uh, but he posted one today that like I actually was like, yeah, that, that's a good point, um, and. He was like, he said, like the first set of wheels he bought, they were like, you know, the fake, like, knockoff of something else, like a drag wheel or something like that, and, and he was like so excited, and he said something about like longing for that excitement again, even even if you can buy whatever stupid part you ever wanted, like that first that first car of like all the cheap knockoff stuff and everything, that's like the most fun. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, I, I miss those days. I remember. I my know. F- my first set of wheels I bought was like some random 13-inch like Pep Boys wheels, like a five-spoke Pep Boys like no-name <laughs> Chinese wheel, and I was just so stoked about them. Like, yeah. I just thought the car looked so cool. So right uh, shortly before I bought the car for my brother, uh, he had put the GSR mesh wheels on it. It's a good-looking factory. Oh, wheel. he was so stoked. Yeah, and it's, it's like one of the best-looking factory 15s. I think. Yeah. yeah, and they were so clean. They're they're almost brand new, but. Um, the car just looks so good on them. Yeah, that's it's such an easy mod, but it's it changes the whole car. What uh, that was a green color? Yeah, it was, yeah, I think clover green. That's a good looking green too. Yeah, you don't see too many EKs on the road anymore. They uh, they finally got they fi- they finally let Rust get the best of them in the Midwest. Yeah, but uh, I would like to do a, a four door EK sedan race car. That'd be yeah. cool. Yeah, Brett, Brad Adams always talks about wanting to do an EG four door. Um, Four-door is a good body style in those two generations. Uh, Hone Developments did a four-door, right? Yeah, out in Australia. Yeah. yeah. We'll say hi to the Hone dudes. They uh, they listen. 
I know uh, I know one of the dudes listens. He messaged he messaged I think the Slip Angle Show Instagram. But yeah. uh, a lot of cool products for for Hondas. And that is a so. great looking car. Great livery on yeah. it. The uh, the build threads that they have done too. I think one of the dudes has built a really cool CRX SIR, or I think they call it a VTEC there or something. But a you know B sixteen CRX. Uh, he's done a full K series swap in it. A lot of a lot of development. I think he said it at World Time Attack Challenge in one of the uh, one of the entry level classes. I don't remember the names of their club sport or something or one of those classes. But uh, really cool build, cool street car build. Um, yeah, a lot of cool Honda products from Honed. So. The uh, yeah the the first car that you build though man that's just bolting all that dumb crap on like yeah. the the intake and the header and all that and uh, I I even remember buying like the super pimpy iridium spark plugs and oh. putting those in myself and I was like yeah, yeah I'm man. like modding a car right yeah, now you're like you're like the dudes on Fast and Furious you're like Dom <laughs> right now overnight parts from Pep Boys overnight parts from Advanced Auto Parts. Yeah, that's a good feeling. Abe, did you ever have the uh, the my first mod like the super big rush? No, you started um, modding like later in life. I, I I feel so much regret that I wasn't like in on early Honda Meet and 075 and like all those super random inside jokes. Um, I I started out. Um, you like waited until you had a job to build uh, a car? Ish, I don't know. <laughs> um, no, I, I started out, like, as kids, we had, like, dirt bike and ATV stuff. Okay, yeah. And when I went to college, we, like, sold all that stuff because, well, you don't have a truck and a trailer and, like, moving all that stuff around to go do stuff on the weekend is, right. is hard. Oh, yeah, you, um, can't, you can't do that life, yeah. And so uh, when Ashley and I moved to Chicago, I had a an 04 EX, just basic Civic. Yeah. Um, and I sold it because it was a five-speed, and Ashley had an EK. It was a '98. Yeah. Um, and her car was fine. Mine was manual, and hers was auto. And so it was like, well, my car's newer, and it's worth a little bit, so we might as well sell it because two cars in Chicago. It's stupid. While you're in school, seems yeah. silly. Which car did you take on the road trip across the country? The my Civic. Okay. The 04. Um, and you guys, how long? How long were you guys gone? Like three a month. Weeks. It's so cool. Yeah, it was it was a hell of a trip. And you like camped most of the way too, right? Probably every night but two. Yeah, we we camped. Um, but selling my car was conditional that I was going to buy a motorcycle instead. <laughs> so yeah, we we moved into this apartment way up on the north side of Chicago, uh, just south of Evanston, and I bought a uh, a two thousand eight. Yamaha R6, yeah, which was a like a nonsense purchase. Were you good at riding motorcycles then? Not like not like Austin. I mean, I just I just wanted a motorcycle. Yeah, you know? but you hadn't ridden a ton of motorcycles. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, and so, man, we're not following a semi truck right now, sucks. and it's getting cold again. Um, yeah, we got to put some cardboard in front of this <laughs> this radiator. So it's uh, so freaking cold. We're literally I, doing a podcast to stay warm. Pretty much. <laughs> um, so I, I rode in the city for a couple of years. and Like daily? Yeah. That's uh, cool. Like uh, probably March to November. Really? Yeah. I don't know. It was like, I mean, I was just commuting, but it was like 5,000 miles a year or something you, like that. You could like park the bike at school or whatever? Or? Uh, yeah. Okay. What school were you at? I was at Northwestern. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, 
So I mean, you didn't go to any. Were you at that campus though? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, and I had taken a couple of like long distance commuter trips from like Chicago to Dayton. Yeah. On a on an R six is like that's the worst. What kind of RPMs would that thing turn going All on the highway? All of the RPMs. Like eight thousand RPMs the whole way. Pretty much. <laughs> so like, and and the thing that sucked about it is the riding position's terrible. Yeah. For anything other than trying to be fast and looking cool. Yeah. Um, and so. So your uh, back is hurting you. Oh, the, the legs. Legs. You're, you're like, oh, kind you're of do- crouched up the whole time. You're doing squats the whole time? Pretty much. Yeah. And uh, so the the tank had the range for about two hours worth of riding. Right. Which meant that every hour you were either stopping to stretch or stopping to get fuel. Because you're cramping up or oh, something? Oh, it was awful. Really? And I'm not, like, a tall person. You would have been miserable. Well, that's part of the reason I don't ride bikes is I look stupid on bikes. <laughs> I kind of look stupid at whatever I'm doing, but I look dumb in Hondas, too. <laughs> right. Not if the seat's pushed 14 inches back. 14 inches back and, and bolted to a floor that I hammered lower. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, I sold the bike even while we lived in Chicago because I was fr- afraid of getting killed. Right. Um, not because I was reckless, but because no one was paying attention to driving. Oh, yeah. And uh, Was the bike all stock and everything? or I had a... Uh, uh, slip-on muffler, and that was it. Okay. Uh, which was cool. It sounded good. Um, like a Yoshimura or no, something? No, I had a, I had the, the like, name Terminoni um, exhaust, like the, the carbon ones from the Ducatis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, MotoGP had, had, like, sponsored Yamaha or something, and so the, the MotoGP bikes from Yamaha had those exhausts. Okay. I was like, yeah, dude, that's what I'm getting. Uh, yeah, you're getting that MotoGP exhaust. Um so I sold that and I bought a was it 05 WRX wagon? Oh, that was the, you got that right after that. Okay. Yep, that was and the silver Silver Lake Dunes car. That right? was the Dunes car. Did you uh, lift that? I did. How did you lift it? Um, there were basically like spacers between the top hats. Okay. And the it was about an inch. That's a strut car, right? Yep. All the way around. Yep. You just space it up and it's fine, right? Yep. Did, and I rally like, crossed it. And, well, uh, if it's strut, you wouldn't have had stupid positive camber, right? It no. wouldn't have been too bad? Okay. Um, so I rally-crossed it, and I took it to the dunes a lot. Um, I actually made a couple of YouTube videos. One of them got a decent amount of traction. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It was like fifty or 60,000 views. It's a lot of views. Which was like, oh, yeah, it's just me being dumb in a Subaru. What was that like as, a, as like a city car? Was it pretty rad? It was fine, just yeah. Just kind of bomb around and didn't care about running into stuff? Pretty much. Yeah. Like... Uh, the suspension on it seemed kind of sturdy, so yeah. like speed bumps were not a thing that you slowed down for. You just went over them. Which, uh, which generation of WRX is that? Like, what uh, headlight? Uh, that was the Blob Eye. Uh, oh, okay. Five. Yeah. Well, not the bu- It was the one right after the Bug Eye, right? Correct. Yeah. And then, uh, then I sold that and bought the Evo. Right. And then moved from Chicago to Dayton, and that was that was the summer I got into like racing. You started it with autocross and... Yeah, it was... Um, we lived in a small town that had a drag strip that on, what, Thursday night or something? Yeah. It was a $20 test and tune. Yeah. And I'd, I'd never been to a strip before, and I didn't know anybody, and I didn't know what I was doing. And I actually was, like, working late, and I was just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go and make an ass of myself. Go but, beat up my car. Uh, but we'll just, we might have a good time. And this is your daily at the time, right? Yeah. Stupid. Hey, look, we're front semi-truck. I'm going to chase him. Warm up, um, the, warm up this dash heat again. And then, like, I met some people at that event who plugged me into more people 
and then I was like in the the car seat in Dayton, and well, now here we are. This semi truck's going too fast. I can't catch him. Hammer down, man. Well, it takes a while, man. Ugh. We're in dense air too. He's um, literally embarrassing you. Yeah, it's we got a lot of stuff, you know, wrong with the bus. The bus is fine though. It literally takes forever to get to 80 miles an hour, but it'll do it. The gearing is just not ideal. But anyway, um, how did your first drag racing go? What'd you get? Um, low 13s. It's not bad. Ish. So you got most of the you got most of the car out of the car. Yeah. That's about what they should do, right? Yes, probably. That car felt so fast when you had the 500 horsepower tune on it. Yeah. The it built was motor fast. and. You know what though? Like now that I'm driving the Civic. Yeah. The Civic feels fine. Yeah. Um, it's it's a it's like a like if you hopped from one to the other you'd be like oh this sucks, but like you don't need that like you don't need 500 horsepower. No 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 you don't. Um I. The most I ever felt like I learned uh, in the first 10 years of driving on track, and I was like driving like 300 horsepower Civics, 400 horsepower Civics, like uh, the most I ever learned was when we built our 24-hour Lemons car, which was an 84 CRX, and it made like a whopping 86 wheel horse. Um, that was the most I ever learned, like just trying, just momentum driving and just laps and you just, just drive and drive and drive. I'll say that... Um, and probably the most fun I had. Everywhere on track at Gingerman, it feels fine, except for coming out of turn two, yeah. where it feels like an absolute dog. Like the gearing is wrong for uh, that? Or it's what? just like, you're, you kind of want to be in third, but it's you're right. way too low for that. And so, like, you a just little, little bit better two, and it's just awful. If you had another five miles an hour because of better tires, that'll probably help. Maybe, yeah. My, my We've been talking so much, my throat's getting dry here. Yeah. Um, Is Justin still awake back there or no? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I think they're both passed out. Nobody can go get me a LaCroix. And if I had a LaCroix, I'd probably get cold. Um, yeah, the most fun I ever had was in a low-horsepower car. I don't even want a high-horsepower car anymore. I have no desire. Well, like, it got to the point where the Evo, though, was just kind of like... It was it was fun, but bringing 50 gallons worth of fuel to you yeah, to use really for a weekend. Hard. It's that's like, hard. It's a stupid problem. It's, that's, that's like hard <laughs> that's to do. That's so much fuel. Yeah. E85, like, why doesn't Gingerman have it? Every good life, it would drain the tank. <laughs> they need to have it. Um, the, uh, yeah, the, the, the most fun I had in the, uh, probably in the first few years of good life uh, at, on track at good life, though, was in the rain in October in your Evo. Like, I still have uh, like Brad that, Adams' that video saved in my Facebook feed. Yeah, yeah. I remember Stupid that one. Car. He was driving a Fit, and, like, I think it was you and me and Austin in the thing. Uh, and uh, and we, <laughs> we like, passed him sideways coming out of, like, turn three or something. Yeah, I think it was three. Yeah, it was it was pretty gnarly. Uh, the, uh, the, the, rain, the tires were slick, and the rain was heavy. Uh, and that car just like slid and hooked up and went. It was so fun. But I think Austin might have been recording at the time, and we never used it. I don't remember. What a dumb car. Yeah, fifty-five south here. Yes, correct. Next right, one thousand feet. Um, I've been working on my dumb car. It uh, it's been dumb, but it's less dumb now than it's like le- it's giving me less fits but it's almost there but it, I couldn't quite make it done done for this weekend I tried really hard I stayed up really really late a lot um, 
And I'm probably paying for that a little bit tonight. But, uh, yeah, I always had brake problems last year. And so I changed the brakes. I traded some wheels for a set of spoon brakes. Because JDM? Well, and because they're they're really high-quality calipers. So I, w- I was going down the path of, like, trying to find some NASCAR rear calipers because it's, like, the right piston size. Uh, but they're really, really wide, too. They're made for, like, super thick pads. And the pads are generally, like, a custom deal. Like, you just have to, like, call Performance Friction or G-Lock or somebody and tell them the dimension of the pad backing plate and, like, the thickness. Um and I just, I was going to spend like 500 to $800 for a used set of these calipers. And then I'm getting prices on custom pads of like 250 300 bucks, which is a lot of money. And then I'm going to have to make brackets. And then, and then, and then, and then. None of that sounds worth it. Well, it's, I mean, it would be worth it if I had a super high quality set of calipers at the end. And like long life pads, because the pads are three quarters of an inch thick or whatever. But um, this spoon caliper deal just kind of fell in my lap. Uh, when a buddy of ours really, really wanted my OZ Starlights, which are my favorite wheels I've ever had, but they didn't have much for brake clearance, so I couldn't really run any bigger brakes than, like, a gsr size setup. Um, and he wanted to trade for some StopTechs, like Catil has. They de- the StopTech, uh, Haltech, Hall- Hall- te- uh, Hasport, and Fast Brakes developed a really cool kit for the 10-inch rotor Hondas. Uh, with like an integrated brake duct in the in the caliper mount and stuff, it's a cool kit. Um, so he wanted to trade that kit for my wheels, but that kit wouldn't fit under any wheels I wanted. But the spoon kit over 11-inch Mini Cooper S rotors would. So his buddy Andy wanted the StopTex and traded me the spoons. So now I traded those things for some spoon calipers, which is good. So I mounted those up and I ran some new brake lines because uh, I had my brake lines like kind of convoluted under the dash, a lot of hard line and stuff. Um, and I bled them last night, and even after, like, a quick bleed, like, it was the most pedal pressure I've ever gotten. Like, wow. So I had air trapped in, like, my hard line, which was, like, ran up high along the dash, like, the top of the dash, base of the windshield, you know? Um, and it was, it was like, just too many little bends and kinks, and I just never got all the air out, I don't think. I think I raced two race weekends, basically, with fully spongy front brakes. So speaking so. of bleeding brakes... You probably didn't see it, but uh, uh, Jackie posted a video yesterday of a brake bleed on the new Supra. Yeah. Uh, you need a special tool from Toyota. No. So they can only do it. Electronic and, tool? Yeah, it's an electronic tool. And the brake bleed process took the, the service techs at the dealership two hours to do. Are you no serious? way. Yeah. Two hours of billable shop time. Jeremy Boyson just put brakes. didn't he, didn't Jeremy Boyson just put some AP racing brakes on his? Maybe. I think he did. I wonder new if he cars, had to do all man. that. Like that's hard. Just, just simple. I assembled the entire new line system. Bart from Pegasus sold me. Uh, they have like a bunch of pre pre made soft line like stainless brake line, uh, in with like ends and everything. Okay. Everything's all factory crimped. Dash three lines like made for brakes basically, and. Uh, I simplified everything because I have a soft line coming off the master cylinder with the floor mount OBP pedal box. Um, I have soft line coming off of that, and it fed a hard line, which then went to the factory soft lines in the wheel wells. So instead of this giant hard line that went all over the place, I just put a T off the the line coming off the master, and like just went with two hard soft lines in the in the engine bay, like super accessible, like P clamped right to the to the firewall, like straight down to. The, in, the wheel wells. Like, super simple. 
Um, now everything's compression fitting. There's no like double flare. Everything is basic. Uh, I assembled all the lines, riveted them with P clamps to the firewall, and bled them in like 28 minutes. Nice. <laughs> like, man, two hours on a Supra. Ooh, that's hard. Well, to me, it sounds expensive. Well, you probably have to like run the factory ABS pump in like a certain sequence or something, right? Yeah, I mean, it, like it sounded like there's a high pressure pumping system like doing something yeah. as part of the bleed. Yeah, just, new cars just seem so annoyingly Dumb. complex. There's probably a way to, to actually like flush it a little bit yourself at the track, but yeah, I don't know. That's that's hard. Uh, well, I I think I said this on the show, but all of these new cars present a bunch of challenge figuring out how to get the electronics to stop intervening. I think you actually, you and I were talking about that on the phone yesterday. And I think, like, a new platform, it may be that the the first thing you do... Yeah, like a really good platform, but... Might might just be standalone ECU (laughs) so that you you can control the things that you want and forget everything else. But that also might... Then you might have to go with like non ABS and like replumb the brake system, and then it's not a streetcar anymore because it can't pass emissions. And then and then and then, you know, stupid. Uh, or you just got to hire a really really good uh, hacker to make all the factory stuff work together. You know, I wonder how uh, I wonder how Jackie's going to do with the uh, with the ABS or with the suspension uh, sensor eliminator problems that he was having. Yeah, at can you Super imagine Lab. spending money on modifications that don't do anything other than yeah, like stop the engine like, computer from messing up? Like defeat. You're just you're you're basically putting band aids over over electrical things instead of like uh, yeah, you're not actually modifying anything. You're just kind of pre- you're 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 hiding your modifications from the car. <laughs> like don't look over here. I didn't do anything. Everything's fine. But yeah, it's just how it is. That's how it's going to be for a while. But, I wish um, there was like a liability waiver or something that you could you could sign with the dealer, and they'd be like, "All right, well, like here's your unlocked computer. Yeah, and now you, you can do now whatever. do what you want, but don't come back it's to probably, us. That's probably not going to be a thing." Uh, speaking of uh, Jackie, um, he texted me a little dino graph um, from uh, this morning. He texted me a dino graph. And it only said like 220 wheel horsepower, and it was Fiona's. And now Fiona has a full GLTC car. It's ready. That's super awesome. Exciting. So they're on the way right now to uh, Coda. They're probably ahead of us by a little bit. Um, but they they might do the responsible thing and stop to sleep. So we'll see. Yeah, we might have it. We might we might want to just keep going because if we stop this, these diesel engines might not turn back on. <laughs> uh, any uh, any of you boys feeling like driving in a while or no? I don't know. Cone, can you drive? Maybe. Do you want to drive? <laughs> I'll just keep going for a while. Don't worry. Uh, yeah. sh- shine your flashlight at the dashboard. Or shine your phone at the dashboard. I wonder how much fuel we have. Get closer to the middle. Right, we got uh, we got three eighths of a tank. We're good for a while. Did you fill it up? or? Uh... No. You, I, it, I was so cold because it was like seven degrees. Uh, and something about this fuel tank doesn't allow you to just like set the pump and let it go. Oh, that's Like annoying. it doesn't burp well. Um, I'm kind of thinking maybe I need to like tap it in the middle and put like a vent line. Just tap know? it in. But uh, so I had to stand there and hold the pump at half speed. And after seventy-five dollars worth of worth of that, like I literally couldn't do it anymore. Uh, and I didn't want to put the credit card back in, uh, so I didn't. So 
Yeah. If it uh, if we could find a pump where it'll just stay on, a pump that doesn't have a high speed, I think would be good. But it just needs to like trickle in at half speed instead of full speed. So I got brakes in my car. Um, I'm thinking about doing a rear disc conversion this spring. I thought you were like all up on those drum brakes. Well, I am, but um, I want to do because they're so much lighter. Well, they are, but I want to do an aluminum hat rotor if I do a if I do a disc brake setup. Sure. And there's another reason I want to do a disc brake setup, and it's a drift car handbrake. <laughs> I want to put a handbrake on with a second caliper. <laughs> so I don't because I don't really know why, but I just want to do it. So. I just want that drifty brake, man. Scene points, man. Yeah, I know. I want to be able to like pop that thing in a corner and uh, and tail it out. Right. Um, that's that might be a project that I go down, but I don't know if it'll happen soon. Uh, that sounds dope. It does sound cool, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Remember that Falcon's this- EF drift car? That's the moon. Looking at the moon. That is a crazy looking moon. Oh yeah. Anyways, bottom half of the moon is bright yellow, and it's just kind of right over top of this field. Bright red, actually. Oh, there it is. Is it's that get, the full moon too? It's yeah. getting big. Yeah, I think we're in. The, we're looking at it through a cloud. Do you remember that the Falcon EF drift car? The Falcon yeah, Civic drift car. Yeah, it's it's always made me want to have a good handbrake. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I, I couldn't do those things, but I think it, that would be effective on some corner exit. It could be super. Well, it could also like straight. You could get the car to like get out of shape enough if you like overcook it. And yeah, like save a turn maybe. I don't know. I mean. Honestly, like, part of me wants to just do that because I want a parking brake again, and I don't want to run the cables and all that because that stuff's impossible to find. I, but, I think uh, we've talked about it on the show before, but uh, there's been a couple of hairy rides uh, oh, yeah. of, with me and the Night Ripper where yeah. we were about sideways in yeah, it. So. Every time I almost crash, Mike is in the car. <laughs> so we're not allowed to ride together anymore. No, that's, it's against the rules. At least in, on track, we're not. Uh, so I might have brakes. Uh, the car runs again. Um, it needs to be tuned, but uh, it it runs. It seems to run great. So it's got the Jackson supercharger on it. I do need to finish fabricating the supercharger water intercooler feed setup. Um, but I, uh, I I'm repurposing for for the first try. I'm repurposing our old lemons race car cool suit. Uh, uh, we have we built like a custom not custom but a low budget uh, cool suit cooler. Out of like a Coleman cooler and some like quick connect fittings and a bilge pump inside of it. Sure. Um, so I just got to add 12 volt to that and throw some ice water in it, and uh, I've got it. I've got the supercharger plumbed to the heat exchanger in the front of the car. I just need to kind of make a few connections and make some hoses and uh, and wire it up, and then it's ready for the dyno. But uh, uh, and then reconfigured the dashboard to have a boost gauge on it because the race pack dash can say boost, but I don't have it set up to say boost. I got to figure out how to. I got to relearn how to reconfigure the race pack. So, just some little things. I just haven't. I didn't have any time this week. I worked like 15, 18 hour days this week between uh, grid life and between construction, and then also trying to stay married and hang out with my wife a little bit. So. Race car's not behind us. I, almost, I was tempted to take it, and then it, then it was super snowy this morning, and I'm like, I'm just not dealing with it. Special thank you to all the wives yeah, of, it's, of grid life. It's freaking Valentine's weekend, and we're driving to Texas like a bunch of idiots. Grid wives. Yeah. yeah. Grid wives should be... We should record a grid wives episode and just let them crab about us. <laughs> yeah. 
it uh, it's been brought up a few times by Matt Williams' wife, Krista. We need to record Grid Wives. Uh, she would love to be on. Talk about Matt and all of his uh, his I miss uh, Matt his Williams. sicknesses. I've seen him recently <laughs> enough. He's. He's uh he's almost got his RX-7 back together with uh, with the built rotary. Made some good jam out of that thing too. In fact, I think it's a factory turbo. Uh, and it made real good power. So, he's, if you have a Honda Fit that's that good, why would you mess around with anything else? Um, he wants a little bit more speed. And his bros have his, he's bros with the RX-7 dude. He's like rotary so. bros, and I get it. But he's like, had that the thing fit's for the best. He's had that thing forever, but. Mike, I showed you the new wheels I got, too, didn't I? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so stoked about those. So cool. Got some three-spoke Advanced Super uh, SAF3s. I forget, what, I forget the actual name, but I've always known them as Advanced Supers. Uh, but I'm super, very, very super jealous stoked of them. on those. I, I, they were such a good deal. It was such a good deal. Like, they need refinishing, but, like, they're straight. There are no, no big dents in them. Yeah. The main reason I wanted them is they looked like they always had good brake clearance. Turns out they do. Like there's a ton of clearance with the spoon with the spoon calipers, so, and my my four spoke works that I have, they also clear the spoon calipers, so, so I think yeah. I found my my wheel setup for the next little while. All the hot boy points right All there. All the JDM hot boy points, so, yeah, and I and I also signed up for a car show. <laughs> We're past uh, Week Fest again, aren't we? Uh, what do you mean? When when did when is that? Oh, that's in May. Oh, is that? Yeah, okay. that's in May. Are you going again? Uh, I, I applied for it. Katil and I both applied for it again. Um, I, I assume they'll let us in. But uh, Gridlife got a booth also, and I think I think Chris signed up for four cars. So even <laughs> if uh, – I might just be in the Gridlife booth instead <laughs> so, so that I don't have to pay extra. But if that was a fun day. If my car cleaner, I'd take it. You should take it. Just screw around and take yeah. it. That was yeah. a fun day. Abe even came up for that. I did? Yeah, I had a good time. What's that big computer screen in that car? The Maybe car it's had a like self-driving a, car. It had like a 20-inch screen in the front of it. How long are we on 55 here, Cone? Forever. Like forever, ever? Yeah. Like hours and hours? What is this thing here over on the right? Uh, it kind of looks like a hospital, but it's definitely not a hospital. Yeah, we're yeah so uh, come we're hang out at the Weckfest Gridlife booth. <laughs> It'll be fun. We'll probably have our simulator rigs there. Yeah, want to do some simulators again and pay $300 for electricity? Yeah. That was cool. Thanks, Navy Pier. <laughs> I think the union electrician's fee was 200 bucks. And, and to, no, to just do to nothing but literally plug, plug in. it into no, the No, he did something else. He flipped open the thing in the floor that had the socket in it. Oh, right. Yeah, you got to <laughs> bend over to do yeah. that, so... Yeah, well, that happens. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a seed plant, Abe. I've been to a pioneer seed plant. Yeah, I was going to say, that's your world, man. Abe lives that uh, scientist life that engineers all your Monsantos. Yeah, something. Uh, um, yeah, so I don't have a race car. Cone doesn't have any working cars. Abe has a working car, but we left it in the middle of Illinois, so he might not, really he might not have it later. Uh, <laughs> no, it would out. not have fit. It would not have fit. I measured it with the pit cart, and uh, it would have been about a two-inch interference fit, if I recall. Yeah, uh, it's not going to work. No, we need a bigger trailer. So if anybody wants to buy a 20-foot enclosed that's in really good shape with nice cabinets and everything, I might be selling this and buying it. I want to I, I buy a 24 or a 28 for good life. <laughs> My uncle needed to sell this, and it was a good deal, and I'll offer a great deal again. So, uh, 
Yeah, we kind of need a little bit more space. With, but the pit cart takes up just some room, you know? Well, it, we'll see how it goes once we get down there. But I just thought that having a car to, to like, run into town to get food. Well, Chris has, a, Chris has a rental. So. Yeah. And Yarbrough yes. will have his truck. Yeah, that's true. I assume. So. I just saw a, an Instagram post from uh, Justin and Tiffany Kelly. Yeah. Their rig looks the awesome. Doesn't it oh, look it's the, the dopest. Dude. And they got such a smoking deal on it. It's an older truck and like a pretty new trailer and it's black and like murdered out looking. It's so cool. Well, you know what that means? It's a toter home. They have to host all the paddock parties now. Ooh, paddock They're going to have a tire machine and welders in that thing, man. That is that's where the paddock parties need to happen cuz everybody brings their broke stuff over there. Plies them with alcohol and we fix our things, right? I I love that grid life is like hood rat shit. <laughs> like we're like the crappy IMSA, the cheapest tow rig, <laughs> like tow rig wise. Where were tow rigs go to die? <laughs> so stupid. We're, we're the hand me downs of hand me downs of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> we're uh, we're we're like if you got like four brothers and like your brothers, you get your like first brother's pair of pants and it's twelve years old and it has like holes in it. Like that's everybody's tow rig, that's, and and it's their race car. Yeah. <laughs> I still have my, my hand-me-down BMX bike, and that's, yeah. again, what we are. Don't make you a bad person. Yeah. But you might be a good life, though. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to this year, though. This will be kind of a, a weird little weekend being in Texas, and it's 80 degrees in February, but um, it'll probably prime our pumps a little bit to get going for an NCM. So. Yeah, it worked last year when we went out to California and that had that fun. super street battle. Yeah. That was fun. What a banging trip. That was a crazy trip. Like, we didn't stop moving for that trip this will probably be pretty similar <laughs> but we're not running the time attacks so no like, we're not we're, we're not. chilling yeah we get we, we get to do uh six sessions of gltc and then roll so um and the uh the trophies are something unique this time that i oh ah, yeah tell us about i've heard about this yeah. i've been so the dude who bought my details. old rv um we're in the new rad v but clay uh from trackdecals.com and tracksculptures.com bought my old RV, the Rad V, and uh, he made, and he lived. He lives in Texas, uh, pretty pretty close to Pete Lindbergh, who's been on the show a few times. And Pete picked him up the other day, and Pete's bringing him down tomorrow. Uh, we got he, a big presence of listeners in uh, Fort Worth. Really? So shout out to Fort Worth. Yeah, that's where Clay all lives. Of the areas. So. Um, how do you know that? <laughs> Uh, we got we got analytics now that we got stuff on it. Uh, oh, cool. Abe's looking at all your data, people. Um, yeah, so uh, Clay made uh, Clay made up some cool track sculptures. So that's the the trophy for GLTC Coda. So that should be fun. Awesome. Um, and he made them like way too fast. Uh, like he made them in like I talked to him on like a Friday, and then like a Monday morning he texts me and they're all done. And Chris is like, oh, I wanted to make decals for that, and I was like, well, they're done. <laughs> so. Uh, so they're done, but yeah, they look good. I'm uh, I'm really excited to see him. I kind of want to order some track sculptures. So check out uh, check out his websites. Clay's a great dude. Uh, seems to do a very good job at everything he does too. He's got a bunch of people just making track vinyl. Like he makes door cards for people, window banners, like full full liveries, everything. So really cool stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, so we're uh, we're probably most of the way into the show. Probably. Thank you for uh, supporting us by listening, everyone. 45 minutes. 45 minutes. We're My doing goodness. things. We've been driving for a couple hours since the last stop, I have too. to pee pretty bad. Yeah. So. 
Well, we should probably get some fuel. Um, check out uh, check out our buddies over at apextrackcoach.com. How about Exit 40? That sounds good. Exit 40? I'm into that. Got, Got the pilot. pilot right there. We can overpay for some diesel fuel. It's going to be great. Uh, overpay. The truck stops are always so expensive. But, like, yeah, I'm not going to go into town to find cheap diesel. In your bus? In my 65-foot rig or whatever this is. So I think what I want to do this year is uh, keep track of how many truck stops I go to. Way too many, dude. I lost track last year. You're, you're already two truck stops in this trip. Yeah. Um, and we've only gone one state. We're still in the first state, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a lot of, that'd be a lot of truck stops. And yeah. they all kind of smell the same. Like uh, they all kind of yeah. smell like unwashed clothes. But the great thing is, is yeah. I know where everything is because they're all set up the same. Yeah, they're all pretty. It's like one or the other. It's the yeah. loves of the pilot. Yeah. And and most of the time you get like your choice of fine dining, such as uh, reheated Cinnabons, Dunkin' Donuts, or some chick- some kind of chicken spot. Yeah. So you got that going for you, which yeah. is nice. The only confusing thing is that loves and pilot are almost the same color scheme. They are. That throws me off a you bit. Kind of never. Do you have a preference for truck stop? Uh. No, I haven't. I don't care at all. So I know that uh, Flying J's often have uh, dump stations, which is great for your RV. That's true. The newest loves sometimes do also, but not always. It's kind of true. Look at this cop. When oh. are this cop's going to pull us over? Like we're going fast enough to warrant. We do kind of look like we should be pulled over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is um, he staying? Is he staying? I, I, I'm still like in the the ricer hot boy. Like when I pass oh, a always. cop. You just like look. Just did you pull out? Did you pull out? Nope, didn't pull out. <laughs> I still have that same like fear every time because <laughs> I, 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 I always feel like I'm doing something wrong because yeah. I probably actually am. <laughs> and it, now I think it's your upbringing. Well, now I'm just violating some sort of like DOT thing, but uh, but it's an RV, so it's kind of no man's land. The cops Allegedly. don't even know. But uh, anyway, yeah, it looks like he stayed put, so that's good. One mile to exit forty. Which is okay. great because uh, I gotta pee. All right. Well, if uh, if you want to, uh, if you want to review us on iTunes, that'd be great. Yeah, is that where people do that? Yeah, you listen to us on or uh, Apple Apple Podcasts, whatever Spotify, it's called. Spotify, I don't know. Um, and uh, check us out on Patreon. We really appreciate our patrons. And make sure to visit uh, Tracktune.com because someday we're gonna write some more stuff and post it there. Well, that's where you can find the shows. You can find Ten Tens Podcast, uh, and you just put up a bunch of cool videos from. Uh, from Smedigar, didn't you? I did. Yeah. So all the track tips videos are hosted there also. Okay. Um, so, yeah, he's uh, they're doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. We're trying to aggregate as much as we can. Yeah, we're trying to build Tracktune into a thing. And you can also uh, find a link to a great deal on Apex Apex Pro Track Coach. So check that out. Go to tracktune.com. Is this one exit? We go this both ways? All right. Uh, I'll punch out here. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you later, dudes. And we're still cold. Uh, Pray for us. (laughs) Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubay, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes and come and find us in the pits at Gridlife to say hello.